Welcome to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rattan. With over 30 years in leadership, Al is ready to share his struggles and successes to help you change your mindset and become the leader you want to be. Learn what it takes to be a successful leader and hear from other entrepreneurs as they share their leadership journeys. It's time for you to lead your team or organization to their full potential. Let's get started. Here is your host, Al Rattan. All right, uh, welcome to this episode of Lead from the Driver's Seat. I'm Al Rattan, and I have a very special guest today with me, Andrea Leenbauer, who owns Red River Physiotherapy here in the, the I guess, the Pem, I guess, where are, you, are your locations all in the Pemina Valley? Uh, no, well, te- technically Red River Valley, actually. Red River Valley, perfect. Yeah, Hence Red River Physiotherapy. You got it. Oh, it makes so much sense now. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, uh-huh. I, I like to have fun on these podcasts. We don't, we don't take it too seriously, okay? So I just want to, you know, I, I, A, thank you for say, taking some time out of your schedule today to chat with us. And, uh, and, you know, I've been trying to have entrepreneurs, business owners on this and just sort of speaking into how they've navigated, uh, you know, a very interesting first half of 2020 here. Obviously, we're all aware of what's been going on. Uh, you know, we're here in the province of Manitoba, if anybody's listening outside of this area, and we started to see some restrictions lifting now, businesses opening, restaurants resuming business, so on and so forth. So things are starting to get back to a little bit of normality. But uh, some of the other guests I've had on speaking into the challenges they've had as an entrepreneur and the challenges they've had to overcome as an entrepreneur, small business owner with the whole COVID-19 thing. So I just wanted to, you know, Andrea, have a conversation tonight. And I, you know, so I guess the first question I would have for you is how did you as an entrepreneur, a business owner, you know, tell us a little bit about your business model, how many team members you have, and how did you, as the owner and the leader of this business, navigate the COVID-19 crisis? I guess I first want to start off with saying thanks for having me. And it's, it's good to talk about this as well. So thank you, Al. Oh, you're very um, welcome. Thank you. I, I guess it's kind of an open-ended question, so I'm not sure where to start. But <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> So I... Like you said, I, um, I'm the owner and a physiotherapist for Red River Physio and Wellness Center. We have locations in St. Jean, St. Pierre, and in Winkler. And I have a team of 13 ladies and then myself making 14. Um, and March 20th was a Friday. That was the day that was basically the last day we were at work for six weeks. So uh, I was a mandated by the province and I stayed on in another uh, member of my team to field phone calls um, and we were allowed to have emergencies. We took the first two weeks I didn't see any emergencies. I felt it was in our best interest to see how everything was evolving around us um, mm-hmm. and also to make sure our own health was was good because at least that was that two week period. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, there was, there was, a, you know, it was a sudden explosion of this being absolutely. very contagious and lots of negative things happening and really horrible things happening in some larger centers around the world for sure. Yeah. 
definitely. I, I was, I'm really fortunate to have worked in various places and have a lot of colleagues that I can um, lean on, especially in different countries, because they would have had the experiences first. So I definitely had that first. I felt I was a step ahead of things in that way because I knew it was coming down the pipe, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not knowing if it was exactly the same here, and obviously everything is jurisdicted in your own area. However, absolutely, when you have somewhat of an idea, I think it's a lot easier to handle the unknown because I think that was a big thing of because initially the thought was that we were only going to be closed for two weeks and having talked to my colleagues, I knew that was not going to be the case. So that was a big piece that I had to convey to my team. Mm. Um, and that we had to look at the bigger picture before we made the finality of such a decision. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like and as a business owner, I mean, obviously there's a financial implication to this, right? That's Absolutely. a given. <laughs> But you're not only, you know, because you have a team and because you have multiple locations, you're not only, you know, it's not only your own finances that you're hurting. You have to realize it's, it's difficult as an owner to see that your team has to go through this as all as well, because it's also impacting them in a financial way. So how did you, how did you come along and encourage or support them through this? I believe we had a previous conversation where I said that was, the most difficult decision that I've had to do so far. Um, and we've been open, we've been in business for nine years. And at the time I decided to have employees in my business um, versus independent contractors, because that's just kind of the different models that can be used. Right. And that I honestly have to say was one of my, I was happy to have made that decision that many years ago. It's not fun sending out that many records of employment, but to know that from a financial perspective, um, there's some assistance there because they've paid into it. And right. initially, and initially it was said that they were going to increase EI top ups and also uh, eliminate the waiting period. And this was before the curb. Uh, all the extra subsidies the government put in, yeah, started yeah. to be put in. But at least I knew that they would be um, taken care of that way, and and I also did have a chat with them. And I guess it's not um, my expertise, but I said, look at your finances, rein them in, do what you need to do. If you subscribe to things, you might want to cancel them. Uh, just start being smart with that, and yeah. and I knew from our expenses with payroll a stop side that we would be okay I for me that was I guess that's my farming background you have to say for a rainy day <laughs> yeah that's good yeah because you never know right and that so I mean all these all these experiences we've had in our life lead up to yeah, our it, it gives you it gives you some wisdom obviously now you know, you said that was the, I want you to speak just a few minutes into it because I'm sure there's other entrepreneur business owners out there that felt the same way. I know I have a good friend, you know, you know, Curtis from Rise, same, same situation, right? Where they were shut down for, for even, even longer than, yep. than you because of the fitness facility type situation. But as a business owner to have to make that decision, how did that impact you 
emotionally? And how did you get through that, that period, having to have this hard, tough decision to lay people off? I really, first of all, I have really great people in my life. Uh, yeah. Family, friends, uh, my husband, people that I can really lean on. I have that handful of people that know me really well through highs and lows and also know what they need to say to keep me strong. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm very thankful for that. I'm also one of these uh, people that are quite disciplined in my life. Like I have a really good exercise routine, uh, like gratitude type of thing that I do. And awesome. I really, uh, and I read a lot as well. And that really kept me, um, again, it, because it was structured into my life already, it's like you can lean on those things because they, they were habits. And I felt I even leaned onto them even more and made them even more of a habit. And uh, I was really, thankful for that yeah. as well awesome uh, so that yeah. i would definitely encourage people to really look at that part of their life it's also what we tell our clients our patients um, so i have a really strong lead by example preach like preach like practice what you preach kind of right. philosophy so mm -hmm. if you aren't willing to do that then you cannot expect your client to do it either that's the bottom line yeah, um, so that was really that's really good. Now, it's speaking of the clients, because, you know, we, we, we talked throughout the time you were closed and your, your team did some really amazing things, right? Like you, you guys, you guys said, okay, how, you know, that entrepreneur spirit, spirit rises up in you. How can we mm -hmm. roll the punches here and figure things out? And you were actually able to, you guys, I believe you exceeded your clients' expectations with how you handled things through the crisis with your clients. So why don't you share a little bit about what you did and maybe what's, you know, what brought you to the idea or this awareness that you should be doing this and adapting the way you do business? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm not sure how that popped into my head. I do have to say when I'm out for my walks, I get a lot of my ideas. Okay. Yeah. It's your thinking time. Um, yeah. It's my thinking time, but it's probably, I do also listen to a, a number of podcasts. I'm wondering if I got something out of one of the, those types of podcasts. I'm not hundred percent sure which one anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I guess the big piece that I remember hearing clearly was always to communicate and in some ways over communicate in this time. So I really reached out to, my, to my, all my team. We met up every week through Zoom calls, um, and then, of course, brought you on board. And then what we did with our clients is I didn't want to leave them hanging. Uh, we reached out to all, each individual therapist reached out to all the clients uh, to have a conversation with them, to make sure, to check in, to make sure they were doing okay. And it wasn't even from a level of therapy side of things. I really wanted them to know, to ask if they were okay and if we needed to get them groceries or toilet paper, wow. all those things. I really wanted them wow. to know that we were there for us. And then the feedback that I got from all the therapists, they were really surprised how that we reached out and actually physically called them. And I, and I said that to my team, we cannot email, we need to phone. We need to physically pick up that phone and make sure that they are doing okay. Yeah, and that, I think that, 
You know, and when you told me that, that floored me, first of all, like, because how many people would actually think about going that far, right? And doing that, going, going above and beyond like that. So, you know, kudos to you and your team. I think that, and I think that obviously, I, I'm sure you've heard some positive feedback from your clients as well from that. Yes. They were all very, many of them were very surprised. And I, I guess I can speak more to myself when I made those phone calls. A lot of them know how busy I am. So they're even extra surprised that I would spend time with them. And a lot of my phone calls were not two minute phone calls. They were 20 minutes, half an hour because they wanted to know how my family was doing and, um, and obviously vice versa. Yeah, it was so cool. It was so good. Yeah. So cool. So you're open again now. Yep. With some with some restrictions, I guess, right? But open again now, business is starting to flow again, and yep. you're getting the customers back in, the team's all back to work. Yep. So here's perfect. So like here here's a here's a question because well, I keep these podcasts short, right? So here's a question. What did you learn about Andrea during COVID nineteen, during this crisis? I really learned about my strength and resilience. Um, not to say that handling stress is maybe a positive thing, because like you shouldn't. You, I think you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, but I know when I'm under a pressure scenario, I actually I know I rise to that occasion, and I've always had that ability. I look at that from my sports perspective. Um, played a lot of volleyball and a lot of baseball. I, when we needed a point or someone to hit the ball, I was that person. And it was nice to take that experience in my younger years and to know from this experience that I could, I still have that in me to rise to the occasion and be that strength for my team. Um, I understand being vulnerable is super important, but there are moments where you need to be, you have to have that strength and confidence yeah. um, to your team so that they know that you've got their back, that you are watching out for them 100% and that you will not crumble in that yeah. moment. <laughs> I think that's, that's the hardest thing for some of us leaders at times is, is putting on that strong face and that you know, standing tall and saying, hey, we are going to get through this. And then we go into our Officer, come home yeah. at night. And go, oh my goodness! Yeah. How am I going to get through this? Right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. But they're looking to us. They're looking to us, and we need to. So let me. Add, so you you started this entrepreneur. You said you opened your business nine years ago. Yeah, twenty eleven. Yep, twenty eleven. So so you've been business nine years. What would you? What piece of advice would you give to uh, an entrepreneur that's thinking somebody with that entrepreneurial spirit that's thinking about branching out and going out on their own and, and opening their own business? What kind of advice would you go it, nine nine years later? What advice would you give Andrea in, in two thousand eleven? I'm trying not to have pauses. So sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's, it's a, this is a real conversation, um, yeah, folks. We did not sure. prep for this. I a few questions about a month ago when we were starting yeah. to plan this thing, but she's a busy person. And now I've gone off script. So it's yeah, no, it's all good. It's perfect. Um, just, I think just to go for it, when you have a strong vision and a dream, 
it's very easy to talk yourself out of it or get distracted and not to do it. And so good. Yes. And you're never going to have all the answers ever. And I think that's some of our, especially in our profession, we tend to be very perfectionist driven and you really have to let that go. And, and to know any of the bumps along the way are really learning lessons. Um, I don't even like the word mistake anymore because I don't even know if that's really what it is. I think it's something that you needed to do so that you could uh, learn from them and grow from them. As long as you so always reflect back and learn from it, I think that's the key thing. And you yes. need to be open to all possibilities. Absolutely. You never know who comes along your way and what door is going to be open and to be open and... Um, and just to go for it. I did not think nine years later I'd have three clinics with this yeah. many people working with me. And it's, it's been fun and I would do it all over again. That's awesome. Exactly. That's great, right? And I think that key is, right, we cannot wait for that perfect moment because it's never going to be perfect. We just got to take that step of faith. And, and, and maybe sometimes it's a leap. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Paul Martinelli, who is uh, works with the John Maxwell team, he started the John Maxwell team. Actually, he said, you know, um, you know, jump and build your wings on the way down. <laughs> and sometimes that entrepreneurial journey is that just that we got. OK, we're going to go for it <laughs> and we'll just figure things out as we go. Uh, so that's great. So the the. Uh, Two things before we go, uh, I ask everybody this question that I have. So the title of the, my podcast is Lead from the Driver's Seat. So I want to know, A, what does that mean to you? Because everybody sees it differently, and that's great. Uh, it's given me lots of different meanings of what people see it as. So lead from the driver's seat. And also, if people are in the, in the Red River Valley here anywhere or Pemina Valley and want to get a hold of you and need physiotherapy or acupuncture or whatever you offer yep, massage therapy massage therapy athletic therapy athletic yeah. therapy yep. how do they get a hold of you so what does lead from the driver's seat mean and then how do they get a hold of of red river physio lead from the driver's seat means to me um Again, when I started my business, I wanted to do things differently. And that's what lead by the driver's seat means to me. Again, following your own vision, um, having some good mentors and people around you and being an example, doing, doing maybe the same thing, but slightly differently. Um, yeah. That's what Love leading it. by the driver's seat means to me. Love it. And, and how do they yeah. get a hold of you if they need, they need one of your services? So I guess to get the best, well, there's multiple ways to get a hold of us. Uh, we do have a website, rrphysio.com. Uh, email would be rrphysio at mymts.net. Okay. We have three phone numbers, but I think just leading someone to a website might be yeah. the easiest. <laughs> yeah, Google Red River Physiotherapy, and I promise you, you'll Pretty get much. treated very well because I've gotten to know your team and you really, Andre, like I have to give you kudos too, because I think the, the, the success of your business and as of your journey has a lot to do with the people you surrounded yourself with. And I've gotten to know your team 
and you have a great group of people working with you. So kudos to you on that because it does, it takes a lot of effort to build, build a strong team. And I think you've, you've got one. So congratulations on that. Thank you. They're, I'm very proud of my team and I'm very proud to be able to work with them every single day. And yeah. It's, Excellent. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again for, for joining me here tonight. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. Folks, thanks for tuning in and listening. And we will see you next time, or I guess uh, talk to you next time on Lead from the Driver's Seat. Have an amazing day. Thanks for listening to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rutan. Al would love to hear from you. Reach out anytime at www.lrattan.com or hello at lrattan.com.